0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show Podcast. Two segments today for you. Great interviews. First, my talk with Adam Big Hill about re-signing with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for three years. Yes, Bombers fans get excited. And Reagan Kirk, just back from Japan, backstopping Team Canada's under-18 women's hockey team to a gold medal. Tournament MVP, Kelly Moore. Talk to her. You'll hear that on the podcast. Adam Biggill, today it was announced that the team had re-signed their stud linebacker, the most outstanding defensive player of the year this past year in the CFL. I had a chance to go one-on-one with Adam earlier today. All right, Adam, congratulations. Uh, When did you, I guess, put the pen to paper?
1: Pen to paper was officially this morning. Um, Got into Winnipeg last night, um, came in, got it uh, sorted out. you know, but negotiations kind of been going for the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, it's good to get, have it done.
0: When the season ended, did you know in your heart that you wanted to stay here?
1: Uh, in a degree, yes. I mean, uh, our experience in Winnipeg was, was just so amazing last year that um, it was hard to imagine going anywhere else. And, you know, we really feel feel like we have un, unfinished business. And, um, you know, the locker room we had was special. This community is special. Um, the fans. So, I mean... It was all about seeing how quick we can get a deal done, if we can get one done at all. So, um, you know, I was happy it came quick.
0: What does it mean to sign this deal about a month before free agency starts?
1: Well, I mean, it, it's just it's just one of those things. Like I said, like you know, if we start negotiating how quick we get this deal done, do we have to go to free agency to try to um, allow any competition to bring numbers up. Where do we need to go? And um, you know, I feel like uh, things came came together smoothly and. Um, you know, it, it, you know, signing a deal a month before free agency is kind of, you know, like you said, I mean, we wanted to be here. Um, you know, signing a month early says that. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great experience for me and my family to be out here and, and um, you know, take advantage of, you know, winning, a, possibly winning a great cup with this organization, right? I mean, we have a great team, great organization. Um, like I said, we're, we were so close last year. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to what we can do this next season.
0: What is it about Winnipeg that your family enjoyed so much in the year you spent here so far?
1: Well, I mean this organization puts a lot on uh a lot on family and uh so having family around uh practices and even having get togethers with the with the team, barbecues, uh all that kind of stuff and you know, they're putting on uh, you know. Events for the family, wives and kids, while we're gone playing in another city, and so they can all watch the game together. You know that stuff speaks a lot. So my, you know, my family is extremely comfortable here, and you know that that's important. So, um, you know that, you know that goes a long way.
0: The difference in staying here maybe twelve months a year. Now I understand you got a kind of an off-season gig now lined up in Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, joining the Wellington Altis. Uh, private wealth management group. So Charlie Spiring um, here in, 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 in town, I mean, they're, they're a local private branch that's uh, expanded and um, obviously been very, very successful. And, um, you know, like, I understand the importance of a team right so um getting to meet Charlie and his team with sean and 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 them it's just it's a great fit um you understand of how important it is to have successful um you know like minded uh smarter individuals around you and um you know for me it makes the decision a lot more
0: easier you okay with the Winnipeg winter
1: gonna be yeah, I mean, I enjoy the snow. Um, you know, I think the kids are going to have to get used to it for sure. Um, you know, but it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. It'll make sure put, put some snow towers on, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll manage.
0: The football team now, there's still a lot of free agents. How much do you pay attention to kind of what goes on around the league in the offseason?
1: Well, I mean, usually every year you're kind of waiting to see how things shake out. Um, this year more than the rest just because there's so many free agents. There's so many uh, different variables with the CBA going on right now. So, um, you know, it's going to be a different year. And uh, and so there's going to be uh, people waiting. There's going to be people, you know, trying to figure out what they can do in free agency. Um, you know, a couple big quarterbacking changes going on, right? So, um you just kind of waiting to see how the dominoes are going to fall and when they're really going to start moving. So, um, you know, going to be paying attention pretty uh, pretty closely, especially to the guys that were on our team we we'll are hopefully
0: be able to bring back. And the CBA talks, is that something that as a player you're looking – paying close attention to?
1: Well, I mean, you have to. I mean, because you understand that, you know, if there's no deal done, there's no football. But, um, you know, I feel, I feel positive that, uh, you know, Negotiations are gonna go well. Obviously, the league's gonna want things, and the players are gonna want things, and um, yeah, that's what negotiations are about. You know, I mean, so coming to an agreement that we can both uh, be happy with, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, that's, that's why we have a, a CFLPA management group together, and, and they're prepared for this stuff. So, um, you know, we have our faith that we're gonna get, get the deal done, and everyone's gonna be happy. How close is Winnipeg to winning a great Cup? Well, I mean, you look at it last year, we're, we're a couple plays away, um, you know. So, I mean, it just really comes down to uh, consistency and, and taking advantage of the big moments. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, we're right there. Um, Calgary goes and wins a great cup. And, you know, we, we were in a close one with them. And, you know, they played a tough game and they earned it. But, you know, like I said, a couple plays away. And, um, you know, there's a lot to be excited about for next year. Um, you know, so we're excited to get it going.
0: Is the team family kind of feeling something that's unique to your experience in Winnipeg? Well, I,
1: for me, yeah, I mean, uh, in B.C., uh, yeah, I think part of the problem in B.C. is that, you know, guys live all over the city. It's 40, 50-minute commute sometimes for guys living downtown Burnaby. Um, you know, families are spread apart. And so it's just harder for people to get together a, a lot, you know, in and, and Winnipeg. You guys have that smaller community feel, right? So um felt like it's easier for guys to get together and families to get together. And it just makes things a little bit easier. Um, you know, and not having to worry about dealing with traffic and so forth. And from that standpoint, so um, you know, I just made it that much easier. Going to play some hockey
0: with Andrew Harris.
1: You know, I need to learn how to play some hockey. I'm learning. I'm learning how to skate. But um, you know, go out there with a stick would be a lot of fun. You're gonna bring your kids down to the Forks and do some skating then. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We got my son in skating lessons right now, so uh, you know, we're working on it.
0: What is it about Canada that? As a, as someone who's come here, you've really enjoyed.
1: Um, well, you know what I mean. It's it's just you know the CFL has giving me an opportunity to come and play the game I love, and you know I've met my wife here, and uh, obviously uh, we have our kids here, and and um, you know it's just it's just a great a great. It's a great country. It gives great communities out in, in in Canada, and gives me the opportunity to do what I love, and uh, spend it with people I love, and, and, and build relationships with people. Um, you know, I never expected as a young kid to be uh, up in Canada for you know going on my ninth year pro, and um, you know, but I wouldn't change it. I mean, it's been a ton of fun. I've been able to meet so many people, and uh, tr- truly have a great experience.
0: As a kid, did you know that Winnipeg existed?
1: (laughs) As a kid, I didn't know Winnipeg existed, no. I mean, even, uh, you know, being two and a half hours from the border growing up, um, or more like three hours from the border growing up, I'd never been to Canada even. So um, it was uh, in college when we went and played Simon Fraser University that I actually went to Canada for the first time. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, as soon as Mike Riley signed in the CFL, he was a couple years ahead of me. We played at the same school, obviously at Central Washington. Uh, started paying a lot more attention to the CFL, and um, you know, I knew it could be opportunities. So, uh, you know, almost nine years later, here
0: I am. Finally, do you think? Can you see yourself staying in Winnipeg forever?
1: I mean, it's tough to say, right? I mean, uh, for right now, for the foreseeable future, uh, we're looking forward to making this place home, and and um, you know, getting involved in the community, and and really. You know, having fun with this team and 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 winning some cups and and uh, you know, it's having a lot of fun out here. What kind of shoes you got on? Oh, we got some Reebok retro pumps here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You like those? Yeah, they're they're. I haven't seen those in a while. <laughs> yeah, these
1: are some throwbacks. So, uh, I, yeah, I usually get a few comments on them. Nice. All right. Well, congratulations, Adam. Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: That's Adam Big Hill, linebacker for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He'll be here not for one year, not for two years, but for three more years. And one hopes that in those three years, at least one of those three years, there will be a great cup coming to Winnipeg. Canada's under 18 women's hockey team returned from Japan this week with gold medals around their necks after a 3 2 overtime win over the United States. Canada's goalie happened to win tournament MVP honors and happens to hail from St. Anne, Manitoba. 17-year-old Reagan Kirk got home late Monday night, I mean late, and spoke with our Kelly Moore earlier today.
2: Let's review what's happened in the last week or so of your life uh, coming home from the IHF uh, Women's Under 18 World Hockey Championship with that gold medal. uh, uh, I guess the highlight was beating the U.S. in in overtime?
3: Yeah, for sure. They're they're definitely our biggest rival and um, the whole two weeks there in Japan was a, an amazing experience, and the team is super great, and the staff and the coaches, and it was really just a great, yeah, experience with that group. And getting to win obviously is even better, but it was a, a lot of fun and something that I'll remember forever, that's for sure.
2: Did you play the game of your life so far?
3: Um, I have to say so, but so did the girls in front of me, so that helped, and. It was definitely um, a nail-biter of a game. I'm sure my parents in the stands were super nervous when it went to overtime. <laughs>
2: yeah, no doubt. They, they yeah. always say it's a lot more difficult to watch an overtime game than play in it. So uh, yeah. I, I'm thinking there's probably some truth to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what kind of a game was it, Reagan? Sometimes we can see where a goaltender got pelted with 40 shots, but then when we look at close, you know, maybe a handful of them were from the prime scoring area. Uh, but of the 25 saves you had to make and then however many more shot attempts there were, uh, Mm -hmm. was it, was it a pretty difficult game for you?
3: Um, Well, they, I'd say it came in spurts. Um, There was a lot of penalties throughout the game. So obviously on a power play, um, the U S they're a really smart team. They're really patient with the puck. And if they get the chance to score, they'll definitely do their best to put it in. So there was some, some tough saves, that's for sure. But, Um, A lot of block shots from my team in front of me, which helped, and then we'd come down and do the same thing with them.
2: Tell me what the immediate reaction was from you uh, when you scored that winning goal.
3: Well, I uh, didn't even realize that that was the game winner, I guess, because... Um, throughout the game you know you score and then you're like hey we have to keep going the period's not over and then it I guess it sunk in like oh, it was overtime we've done this and definitely super excited the gloves were going off and girls were streaming off of the bench and it piled up in the corner it was yeah everybody was super excited and it was definitely a great moment yeah
2: so did they have to say Kirky get over here come on get in get in here and celebrate no, I think I was I was one of the first people to sprint over there that's for sure right on yeah uh, and I would have to think too, Reagan, the fact that it's been a half a decade since Canada won a gold medal at this particular event, uh, yeah. that that had to had to be, uh, make it just even a little bit more special, not that it already wasn't.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. We had a, a couple girls last year who were um, the younger group and they had won bronze, one of our, our captain actually, and a couple of the other girls. So I think getting gold this year made it even sweeter and Yeah, it's been, yeah, I think 2014 was the last time they won, so we brought Canada back on top, and that was our goal.
2: Uh, Was this your first uh, international experience playing with a Maple Leaf on your jersey, or or have you uh, been uh, involved in other events previously?
3: Um, in the summer, we there was the summer series against the U.S., so we were in Calgary for two weeks, and it was um, kind of a tryout for the first week, and then the second week we had three games against the U.S. where we, we won the series 2-1, to one, but this is my first time going overseas with um, this group and playing against other teams like Russia and Sweden.
2: So you obviously hope there will be many more, but there will never, ever be another time, I would think, like the first time.
3: Oh, no, definitely, yeah.
2: Yeah. What... What were you? What was your goal? And I guess you know because it's a team game, the team goals going mm-hmm. over to this tournament. Did you think you had an honest to goodness opportunity to win the gold medal, or or was there an element of surprise in in doing what you did?
3: No, I think yeah, our goal was to win gold, but so is every team. But the big thing with this team, and even me as an individual, was to play with a gold medal attitude. So whether or not we'd won the last game or if we'd come in third or whatever the result was, was that we'd basically played every game with as much pride and passion and left it all out on the ice.
2: I'd say you played with a gold medal attitude considering you were named the tournament most valuable player. Yeah. (laughs) How big of a surprise was that when they called out your name?
3: Oh, I actually had no idea until afterwards that I'd even gotten um, that award. So that was definitely exciting and yeah, I was a bit surprised, but yeah.
2: Oh, so it wasn't like the World Junior Tournament where there's a, a post-game ceremony and you get presented with uh, an award and, and uh, whatever kind of memento that it is they give you that was just kind of, oh, by the way, Reagan, you're, you you were the tournament MVP.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I read it online on an article, but they did do player of the game, and so you got a, a fan and just some uh, tokens from Japan and the culture. But yeah, I had no idea until afterwards that I'd gotten the MVP.
2: So, what was Obahiro like? I, I, I don't imagine you had a whole lot of time to be tourist, but did you at least get a chance to see a few things that uh, uh, you might not have been able to to see had you not made the trip over?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we didn't have obviously that much time. You're at the rink most of most of the days, but we we went to a temple and um, you just really took in all the culture and the, all the different hotels and the food and. The atmosphere and all the people there are super nice, and they were even cheering for Canada in the stands too. So it was really great to see.
2: So, what was there any kind of food at all that you had over there, Reagan? That you hadn't tried before? That you thought, "Oh man, I'm adding this to my diet when I get back home."
3: Um, no, I don't think you could really find it here. But it, I mean, you kind of get sick and tired of eating rice after a while. But they have, <laughs> yeah, all the food is really great there, and everybody's super nice.
2: So you're you're finishing your grade twelve uh, year at, at Lorette. And uh, before you go off to Robert Morris, so what's it going to be like going back to school and you are a world champion, or do you think your your classmates and your good buddies will just treat you as the same old Reagan before you left there?
3: Oh, no, they gave me, um, they like to bug me about it beforehand, so I'm sure I'll, I'll get a lot. I've come from a small school, so everybody knows about it, and I'll go tomorrow, so I guess we'll find out.
2: Yeah, how proud are you going to be, though? That, that, that has to be a pretty neat moment for you.
3: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Okay. Now I'm gonna get back to what we started with of or the original part of this conversation, Reagan. What is going on in St. Anne with all these world champions?
3: Uh, that's a good question.
2: Do you have an answer?
3: Um, I just I guess a lot of hard work and heart comes from this community and like the Bram sisters, they've always given back to Saint Anne and all the girls and I there are people that I've looked up to growing up, so I guess that's just something that I'd like to carry on as well and you're just part of, part of the um, alumni now, I guess.
2: Were Jocelyn or the Bram sisters, were they uh, your your heroes, and, and were they the ones who inspired you to get to where you are at this point in your career?
3: Oh, for sure. I've always looked up to them and getting to watch them on TV and saying the fact that I, I grew up in the same town as they have, and I can drive five minutes and uh, be at their door kind of thing. So.
2: so aside from going back to school tomorrow and then going on to uh, – Robert Morris in the the Pittsburgh area in your first year of university. What to now on the international stage, Reagan? Because you'd have to, I guess you'd have to be shooting now for one day to maybe play on that senior national team in the Olympics?
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's the U-22 team as well. Um, but that's um, got a couple, a, a little while before that happens. Um, but then just, yeah, finishing with my, my league team and then the Canada winter games as well. That's the next big thing. And I'll get to see all those girls again on different teams and get the chance to play against them.
2: Yeah. And they all, I know I've talked to guys, uh, you know, who've won championships before when they cross paths, there, there will, there, there will be a, a lifelong kinship now, won't there?
3: Oh, for sure. That's, It wasn't just a team, um, now it's a family. Um, That's uh, one of the quotes, one of the girls said during their interview after the game, and it was such well said because we really clicked as a group, and there was great chemistry, and they're just people that I'll never forget, and really made friendships with them along these past four weeks now, I guess, in total that I've spent with them.
2: Wow. (laughs) It must have gone by fast. Oh, for sure, yeah. (laughs) Reagan, thanks a bunch for this, and uh, again, sincere congratulations on – a tremendous performance, and uh, uh, we're very, very proud of you, uh, all of us here in Manitoba. Thank you very much. Check out the CJOB Sports Show
0: weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts Yes.